Hi, this is Leanne Walters, and I'm your host for Design Ease, the podcast about designing a life that you want to live in. Hello, welcome back to Design Ease. Happy August, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I am going to keep this brief today because it's summer and I think that everybody has a lot of stuff going on. We want to have more time in summer, but I feel like we're always catching up and that's what I really wanted to talk about today. I woke up feeling like... I was waiting for something and I don't know what I'm waiting for. And I thought maybe that's what's been going on for a lot of people. I think maybe we're waiting until we get a promotion or until we lose some weight or get a new job or quit a job or have a baby or change our financial position. I think that's when we think things are going to change. And... I think that we need to change right here, right now, in this moment, to where we want to be, myself included. So I've been spending a lot of time trying to unpack and understand what exactly it is that I could possibly be waiting for. And I think I'm not waiting for anything. And that's kind of the interesting situation is because we're usually, you know, about to have a vacation or coming back from a vacation or recovering from a surgery or waiting for school to start or daily. I'm even waiting for bedtime to finish. And I think here's what I think. The magic is in the moment. I think if you start understanding that you're not going to feel happier in the future, you're going to feel the same and you have to change it in this moment. And if you change it in this moment, that the future is only going to get brighter. This is a really interesting fact. You know, I know that there's amazing opportunities in the world. And I think that a lot of us are wishing that we could tap into those amazing opportunities. And I think that there's always a whisper of maybe what's right for you. Once I heard Brene Brown say, how do you know you're a writer? Well, you have the desire to be a writer that makes you a writer. And all you have to do is start writing to accomplish that goal. And then if you practice that goal, you continue doing it. It's like, it's like exercising a muscle. So no matter what the thing whispering in the back of your ear is that you want to do, there's a reason that it's there, even if it seems completely way out there, like becoming a podcaster when all you've ever done is sold flooring. I mean, there's a reason that these things happen. And I think that the key is, is tapping into that little whisper. So the thing is, is we often have a lot of resistance to it. And that resistance comes in the form of the thoughts that we're crazy or the things that other people say. That's one of the things that a lot of clients have been informing me recently is how everyone keeps telling them how to live their life. And a lot of times it's my job to reassure the client that what they want is what they should have, even though it's obviously their life and it's their money. So... You know, then I was thinking, you know, where could you pull in more of that energy to get more of that opportunity? 
because what energy is behind your action determines the outcome, right? Like, well, the intent will determine the outcome. Like, instead of looking for more customers, I look for more connections and connecting with clients and actually having genuine relationships with them creates the sale and brings in the opportunities without me disingenuously trying to create the opportunities. Like I have always found when I was being told what kind of a salesperson to be and, and how to go after jobs, that that energy was disingenuous and it could be felt immediately and it actually never turned into a sale. But when I'm really relaxed and I just allow the other person in the contract to make the decision and determine the outcome, the energy that I'm giving them is not the energy of neediness. It's the energy of you do what's right for you. And then they make that decision. And the crazy thing about energy is, is you can't create or destroy energy. Like I think that's like the law of science. And I was reading this book. It's called Universal Human by Gary Zukoff. And I spoke about it a couple weeks ago. And, and he was just talking about how, you know, we fire transforms potential energy in wood into radiant energy or light and thermal energy of heat. And then the universe the universe isn't diminished or increased when we burn that fuel. You know, nothing changes. And then the potential energy in the fuel is transformed into kinetic energy, like a moving vehicle or chemical energy, carbon dioxide. And carbon dioxide is consumed by plants and trees. And then those convert that into oxygen. And then we consume oxygen when we breathe. And then we transform that into carbon dioxide, which feeds plants and trees. Like energy is always being transferred. It doesn't get consumed or destroyed. So if the intent determines outcome and energy can't be destroyed, then what does that mean? Well, if you're contributing love to the universe, then you're going to not decrease the love. The love is the universe. But you will experience creativity, meaning, and joy. And when you contribute fear you get more pain and despair. So it's like a little deep, right? I know. I try to break these things down. And and what it basically brought me to was what we put our energy into. And I was thinking, you know, what if we put our energy towards places that we could bring more things in as opposed to putting our energy away from like blocking things and the resistance, you know, instead of going down the path of negativity, jealousy, comparison, even, you know, a lot recently has been the cost of things, you know, and, and when people focus on how much things cost, then there is the energy of lack and like not enough. But what I've been really trying to focus on is changing that belief to like, if I can get through this resistance, what opportunity am I going to bring into my life? So if I, let's say, plan my dream kitchen and my dream kitchen is $100,000 instead of focusing, and I actually haven't planned my dream kitchen, so I don't know the cost, but let's just 
go ahead and throw a number out there. Let's say this thing, this big life that you dream of is, is a, you know, a million dollar home and you, your friends are telling you, you shouldn't build it, but you know, it's going to suit the life that you want. So there's an energy of fear, you know, it's more than I need and how am I going to pay for it? And then there's the energy of what opportunity could you bring into your life if you allowed this goodness in? And and the thing is, is we have examples of these things happening. You know, we look at the people above us, the examples that have set up for us, and they are living lives beyond our imagination, but it's because they can dream it. So I believe the energy is in dreaming it and assuming that you can have it. And then you're going to bring that energy into you to pay for it. You know, instead of trying to save money by cutting corners or changing products or direct sourcing, you could pour that energy into what you could create out of your life. You know, teaching people how to do the thing that you already do and then opening up the opportunity to bring more energy into your life and or energy is money. And I think we all focus on finances because that's the one that we haven't figured out. And I'm really trying to master my mindset around money and understand that when I break through the resistance, then I will open up the dam to allowing more of that in. And it's not like when it comes to relationships, it's something that I've always understood. You know, as soon as you were comfortable with yourself and you didn't need a man was the second that the perfect man came into your life because you weren't putting out an energy of neediness. You were putting out an energy of I've got this and I've got it under control and I'm good with or without you. You know, I complete me. And once I was able to put that energy out into the universe. And once I understood that, then I never had a problem attracting the opposite mate. And I tried to explain that to my girlfriends and younger girls when I was in my 20s. And I think the thing is, is I never understood that this is a universal energy. It, it not only works with love, it not only works with jobs, it works with friends, and it, it works with money. And it's like, as soon as we get content, content doesn't mean capped. Content means I'm good where I'm at, and I'm open for anything more. You know, I'm good with my job and I'm open for it to be better. I'm great with my marriage, but I'm open for it to be better. And it's that energy that we need to tap into, that I need to tap into, that will change the outcome because it's it's whatever you want to bring into your life that the energy that you're going to put out there is. So if I'm okay where I'm at financially and open to more, then the universe is going to respond. But if I'm always, you know, praying for that lottery ticket to cash in and I just need that money to make my life better, it's just like being that girl who's on the bathroom floor needing a man to complete her. And I don't understand how I never saw the parallel of this before. And also... There's a parallel of that with everything in life. You know, if you want the better home, if you want the better life, if you want the whatever it is, you've got to make peace at where you are today. And it's in that peace and the openness to something more, whatever it might be, whether it's your wildest dreams or something better, 
the surrender to that and the surrender to the universe's timeline brings it in. That's the energy. It's that laying in an ocean, floating in the great abyss, calm, content, full of everything that you have, not looking for anything, not waiting, not waking up waiting. It's waking up and realizing that this is it. This is it. This moment, it matters. Being present in it, enjoying it, you know, enjoying the butterfly landing on the grass or the dog's yawn or the length of the little baby's eyelashes. The beautiful moments, appreciating those, tapping into love, gratitude, patience, and understanding, and then excitement for what can come. Sometimes it's hard to remember. Sometimes it's hard, especially if it wasn't something that maybe you practiced growing up. That's the one thing about spirituality and religion is it brings in the habit of gratitude and love, right? That's really what prayer and and what I learned in, in church, what was spoken. Unfortunately, I didn't leave the religious institution that I was in feeling love and understanding and connectedness that is supposed to come with spirituality, but you can create your own spiritual practice. And I find like if I'm not aligned and things are kind of feeling hard, the place that I start is checking in and writing a couple lines of gratitude. And it's interesting because I was just re-looking at a book that I have It's called Cleaning Up the Mental Mess. It's actually something that I started reading when I was in a really toxic place a couple years ago. And it's written by a neurologist. So it's quite science-y. But it's a simple, scientifically proven steps to reduce anxiety, stress, and toxic thinking. And I was looking through it this morning. She's got like a five-step routine but the interesting thing for me was there's this web she lays out in the back of the book and the number one place that she has everybody start is with journaling and checking in with themselves and then questioning those thoughts which is all pretty much the same antidote It doesn't seem to matter whether I'm reading a neurologist book or a psychologist book or a spiritual practitioner. The daily routine is to make mental habits and to practice them. Like these are her neurocycling mind management healthy exercises. So you gather awareness of whatever is going on are causing you feelings. You know, how do you feel mentally, physically before and after this exercise? Ask your questions, reflect on them, write all this down and then recheck and then recheck and then try different ways of getting through it. And I kind of just love it. Love it when the medicine is the same from every doctor that I check in with. It's like go outside for a walk, exercise, eat real food, journal, meditate, All of those things help keep you in a heart state. And a heart state is like the love, gratitude, understanding of others. And it keeps you away from the fear, jealousy, anger, and resentment. And like the 
just connected. The neurologist says they're connected. The psychologist says they're connected. And I say the same. And my experience is that if you make small daily changes, that you can really open up your world to all the possibilities that are in it. And that we can add some ease into our life and design a much prettier outcome. So with that, I'd like to ask you to please rate and review my podcast. It's going to help bring it up in people's Worldex. If you are listening to it and you want to reach out and let me know what you think, you can email me hello at leannewalters.com. There is a mailer coming. You can join our mailing list. There's a link in my Instagram bio, which is Leanne Walters. I think it's at Leanne Walters Design on Instagram. And I just joined um, Threads, uh, which I was able to add a link to the podcast, a clickable link, which you can't add in Instagram, to my knowledge. So yay, if anybody's on Threads, come and say hello. i working on posting more and showing up and being present. And I want to just tell you, you guys are doing a great job because it's not easy. It's not easy showing up in this world and being authentic and finding your own voice and listening to all of this outside noise. There's so much extra outside noise these days that we have to like sort through. People are telling us who we are and what's supposed to think and just check in with yourself. Take care of yourself. And you know, there's a real reason behind this message. I want each and every one of you to be able to take care of yourself and be a part of this world for the long run. And heart conditions run in my family. And I 100% believe that your body keeps a score. So wherever you're holding all of that anger and that resentment and any of that shame, something that you're holding on to, it's going to stay there and it's going to masticize. And that's where disease comes from. And looking in and living in your truth and checking in and getting out of the negative mindset is actually healthful. It's going to make you live a healthier life. And I really, really am sick of hearing about the sickness and the friends that I'm losing. And I just want to hug everybody. And I would really like to get in a room with everybody and spend some time. And it's been way too long. And God, please give us a chance to do that. So take care of yourself. Listen to yourself. Your body is telling you what it needs. There's little daily reminders. If people are telling you regularly that you should do something, I think that it's about time that you do it. And if if you're getting the signs, it's your job to listen to them. I hope that you are well. I hope that you like my podcast. But you know, it's not what I'm doing it for. I hope that it brings you some spark. I hope you find a way to contribute to the world that makes you feel like you're giving back because it fills your heart up. And we are here only to help other people. And that's what brings us joy. And it brings me so much joy when I hear that other people are listening to this podcast and it's helping them. Because I know all of these people that I'm bringing to you guys are helping me. And if you are at all interested in having a podcast, the amazing Kathy Heller has a free 
podcasting bootcamp. I think it's August 5th to 7th. Go to kathyheller.com and check it out. If you want to have a podcast, she taught me. This is unsolicited, amazing mentorship. She is worth the time that you're going to put in. Anyways, I hope you are well and I hope you find a little peace.